The restoration of Newgrange reflected a strand of Irish nationalism that looked for inspiration in ancient glories. But this devotion to the past was no creation of the new state. Its roots can be traced back to a potent set of sentiments and symbols that surfaced in the 19th century. In the early 19th century, and especially by the, by the 1840s, uh, the development of print meant that uh, uh, visual symbols of all kinds, you know, come to be much more widespread and, and, uh, and much more widely known. And uh, you get depictions of the shamrock and the harp and the wolf hound and the round tower, uh, all of these things being uh, widespread to some extent in books and in um, newspapers and journals, but uh, also in, in prints, which you know come to be uh, you know found in quite ordinary houses uh, by the 1840s. The spread of these cultural symbols coincided with a growth in the rhetoric of self-determination. Nationalists were quick to see the power of cultural symbols used for political ends. I think the question of um, the roots of an understanding of heritage um, are in the Romanticism of the 18th and 19th centuries. In Ireland, of course, it was difficult to look for any kind of architectural heritage. We didn't have much, apart from round towers and some Romanesque doorways. Um, but the language and the various emblems, harp, shamrock, and so on, was really the uh, thing that was used by nationalists. But they were feeding out of a very long history of um, romantic Ireland notions. Nowhere embodied the spirit of romanticism more than the Hill of Tara. It may appear unimpressive, but Tara is the symbolic capital of Ireland, seat of the ancient High Kings and no one captured its romanticism better than the 19th century poet and lyricist Thomas More. By the middle of the 19th century, Tara had become a nationalist symbol, as well as a symbol of Ireland's romantic past. In 1843, Daniel O'Connell, the architect of Catholic emancipation, held a mass rally at Tara, calling for the repeal of the Act of Union. It was attended by over half a million people. A contemporary illustration shows people carrying banners of round towers Irish wolfhounds and other cultural symbols. Really, the choice of uh, Tara for one of O'Connell's great monster meetings in 1843 was quite clearly meant to be evocative uh, and meant to, to identify with the, the image of uh, and the name of Tara. But O'Connell was not a cultural nationalist, and the uses of the past that we associate with cultural nationalism really meant very little to O'Connell. O'Connell's view of the Irish past was simply one of continuous expropriation of the Irish by the English. Uh, it was very political and very black and white terms. It was a younger generation of his contemporaries, most notably Thomas Davis, 
who had this sense of uh, of, of uh, the importance of the cultural um, things and clearly supported um, this kind of expression of nationalism. In life, O'Connell's supporters surrounded him with Irish cultural symbols. In death, they did the same. O'Connell's heart is buried in Rome, but the rest of his body is buried at Glasnevin Cemetery in Dublin. The nationalist necropolis opened as a Catholic burial ground in 1832. His grave is marked by the tallest round tower in Ireland. It was designed by the antiquary George Petrie, who appropriated a powerful symbol of early Christian Ireland by basing the tower on the one in Cashel, an important medieval Christian site and seat of a high king.